0: Well, good morning, or good afternoon, or good evening, depending on when you're listening to this. Welcome to this Real Life Church podcast. It's a podcast in which we're going through the New City Catechism, uh, one question at a time. The New City Catechism is a, is a modern catechism put together, I think, in 2017. I should actually look that up because I, I keep saying three or four years ago. I'm not sure exactly when, but. Put together recently here and it's a helpful catechism 52 questions and answers with scripture and really covers the foundational truths of orthodox christianity and so we're making our way through these questions each each question and answer has a scripture that goes with it and much more could be said obviously about each one but um anyways so we're 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 making our way through this we're on question 16 and just um If I may give another plug for catechism, I I guess I'll just put it here. You know, I see this as as such a valuable tool. Really, it always has been. It's it's something that has fallen out of favor in in modern modern Christianity, I think. Um, But I think it's such a valuable tool, especially with the onslaught of lies and deception, Uh, coming from mass media, and uh, we live at a time where biblical literacy is at an all-time low, meaning people don't know their Bibles. Even professing Christians just don't know their Bibles very well, don't know the basics of the Christian faith. And a catechism like this by no means takes the place of the Bible, no way. I mean, the Bible is our sole infallible authoritative rule for what we're to believe and how we're to live, but a, a catechism is a, is a resource, is a tool that I think can help uh, rebuild some of the foundation stones. So we're on question fi- uh, excuse, me, excuse me. question 16 today, and this is an important one. The question is, what is sin? And the answer is, sin is rejecting or ignoring God in the world that he created, rebelling against him by living without reference to him, not being or doing what he requires in his law resulting in our death and the disintegration of all creation. In, I think, the 1970s, there was a book written by a um, psychiatrist. I don't believe he was a Christian, but he wrote a book entitled What Became of Sin? Now, full disclosure, I have not read the book, but uh, my understanding is that he wrote the book partially Um, to Lament that sin as a moral category has left our society and that um, If that can if we continue down that path, it will be disastrous for our society and I think of course that's true Um, sadly even among Christians the category of sin is often obscured or brushed aside altogether Often we have a clever way of renaming sin. We, we say things we call drunkenness an addiction rather than what the Bible calls it, which is sin. We, we talk about fornication as a mistake rather than what the Bible calls it, a sin. Uh, we hear, and, and sometimes Christians even use this language, homosexuality, as, a, as an alternative life choice or lifestyle choice rather than a grievous sin. We talk about a lack of self-control as passion. You know, somebody who just has a passionate personality, rather than someone who's out of control and therefore sinning. And of course, this is bad. Losing our bearings on what sin is is bad. But not not just because we need to know what this word means, but also when we lose our bearings about sin, we all we lose our 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 need of uh, our sense of of needing a savior um, to be saved from sin and also to be saved from God's judgment on sin. Then there's another issue, and it's this. Who gets to define what sin is? Do we just look into our hearts and try to decide for ourselves whether there is any sin there? Um, Well, no, that's not the best way to approach it. Obviously, our hearts are not faithful mirrors to show us ourselves, to not show us ourselves as we really need to know. Um, In fact, our hearts are easily deceived, especially when it comes to spotting our own faults and sins. That's why we have this category for blind spots. We are often blind to our own faults. Thankfully, we're not without a sure and steadfast standard, though. God is the one who gets to define what sin is, and he does so in the Scriptures. So here's the definition of sin again. Listen again. Sin is rejecting or ignoring God in the world he created rebelling against him by living without reference to him, not being or doing what he requires in his law. Sin uh, results in our death and the disintegration of all creation. Now, this definition is really important. It says that sin is the outright rejection of God as well as the seemingly more benign ignoring of God. So it's rejecting God hostily and it's ignoring God in more of a passive way. Perhaps you've heard of uh, sins in the categories of sins of commission and sins of omission. Sins of commission are sins that we commit in an active way. We shouldn't do certain things, and we do it, and we do it actively. Sins of omission, is where, or a sin of omission, is where we simply omit or ignore something that we should do. We, we omit and ignore God and what he requires of us. The definition goes on to say that sin is rebelling against God. Sin is rebellion. Now, just let that sink in. Sin is not just making a bad choice. It is a revolt against the authority of God, and it's a a revolt against the law of God. R.C. Sproul, in his book, The Holiness of God, said something to the effect of even the smallest sin, or what we would view as the smallest sin against God, Is high treason against him one thing is certain if we have a small or low view of sin it will impact our view of God and his gospel and our lives as Christians it will impact our view of God who is holy and majestic we will inevitably adopt a low view of God in fact he will probably look a lot like us to the degree that we have a low view of our sin We will also have a weakened view of the gospel the good news that god saves sinners from the wrath of god through the atoning death of christ will just become ordinary news that god helps people that are weak and broken along in this life that's not the kind of news that we need we need the good news of jesus christ that god saves to the uttermost wretched depraved sinners and without a proper view of sin we will inevitably have a paltry understanding of the life of holiness that we are called to live a life of increasing or growing in christlikeness of growing in sanctification ignorance ignorance is never bliss it is good for us as christians to know what the bible teaches about sin How the Bible defines sin, which leads to the scripture for question 16, which is found in 1 John 3, verse 4, which says this. Everyone who makes a practice of sinning also practices lawlessness. Sin is lawlessness. And so you see it right there. Sin is lawlessness. It's living without reference to and submission to God and his law.